Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Zolnicki and Lakowski, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle. Many people today spend a lot of time looking at screens like phones, tablets, and computers. The high visual demands of screen usage can make us feel tired and stressed. ScreenFit is a six-week vision wellness program made by eye doctors to help develop healthy visual habits and relieve the stress that screens can place on our visual system. By learning about how to take care of our eyes and using helpful tips, we can improve our well-being and get more done. If you spend a lot of time looking at screens, you owe it to yourself to try ScreenFit. You can visit www.screenfit.com to learn more and receive 10% off any program enrollment by using our promo code VIMT10. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Vision is More Than 2020. It's Dr. Lakowski here. And for my weekly insight, I wanted to say happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. I know in my house, we had a really wonderful Valentine's. For me, the holiday is so much more special being able to share it with my children um, and getting to see the joy that it brings to them. And my son really understanding the holiday now and and sharing valentines with his friends at school and the excitement of that has really made the holiday much more special for me um so i hope that everyone out there had a wonderful valentine's day with whoever your loved ones are and for the episode today i wanted to highlight a book that i have been reading a parenting book it's called the happiest toddler on the block by dr harvey carp um i had found this book through reading the happiest baby on the block prior to having children which is a wonderful book to help you set up a lot of really great sleep habits for your babies and i highly recommend to anyone who's expecting out there and then i saw dr carp came out with a follow-up book called the happiest toddler on the block and having a toddler myself uh, my son is three i know he is not always the happiest toddler on the block so i thought why not pick this up and read it and i really have been enjoying reading a lot of parenting books I find them so useful and I'm always just so intrigued by the psychology behind children and how their brains develop. I find it really, really fascinating. Um, And I I love to learn about how their brains are taking on new information and developing and learning. So I want to share a little bit about this book with you listeners out there. And one of my favorite things that I've been picking up so far from reading this book is he kind of breaks down behaviors into green, yellow, and red. And green light are go behaviors that you want to encourage to continue. Yellow light behaviors are ones that are annoying and you want to give a warning. And red light behaviors are ones where you need to stop the behavior. They're unacceptable or dangerous behaviors. And something that I've really taken away is the green light chapter is by far the longest chapter in the book. And he he speaks to this. He did that intentionally because his thought process is, the more that you encourage those good green behaviors, the less time you'll have to spend discouraging the yellow or the red light. And I really love that thought process. I feel like that really aligns with how I parent now and how I want to continue to parent in the future. I think the more that we emphasize the good with our children and the positivity, the less time we'll have to spend reprimanding or decreasing behaviors. And another big thing that he really focuses on is really talking to your toddlers effectively and really building respect with them so that they listen to you and they feel respected themselves and they feel trusting within their relationship with you and how you're helping guide how they develop. Um, And I just think toddler brains are so fascinating. I wanted to read to you a little excerpt from the book. 
So Dr. Karp says, your toddler's brain is like a buzzing beehive with 20 billion cells and 50% more nerve connections than we have in our big heads. All these connections mean millions or billions of signals zipping around. Go here, go there, touch it. No, don't. Yikes. No wonder little kids spin out of control. To help manage this whirlwind of mental activity, our brains are split into a right half and a left half. The two halves of the brain look alike, but do very different things. The left half is the methodical nerd of the nervous system. It loves details, picking the right word, counting the toys, and solving problems step by step. It helps us listen carefully, be logical, and stay calm. The right half is the hyper speedy Gonzalez of the nervous system. It's great at quick decisions, instant face recognition, and bouncing to the beat of any type of music. Unlike the thoughtful left side, the right side is distractible, impulsive, and emotional. The two halves of the brain are in pretty close balance in big kids and adults, but the left side tends to be in a bit more in control. Guess which half runs the show in toddlers? Yep, you guessed it, the right. In fact, your tot's emotional right side is so busy and noisy, it often ignores the patient voice of the left side telling it to settle down. And as if that all weren't challenging enough, your toddler's brain gets thrown even more off balance when she's upset. Big emotions instantly shut down the thoughtful left brain and dramatically amp up the primitive right. In truth, the same imbalance occurs in adults too. But since toddlers are a whole lot more impulsive to begin with, they, they tend to get more upset. Despite these difficulties, your toddler's right brain has one absolutely spectacular ability that will become one of your best tools for connecting with her and civilizing and calming her too, the capacity to respond to nonverbal communication. Even when her immature left brain gets hopelessly confused by your words, her right brain will have no problem understanding your tone of voice, the look on your face, and your gestures, even when she's upset. You don't need to become a brain expert, but knowing a bit of science will help you understand one very important point, talking directly to the right brain when your child is upset by using your tone of voice, gestures, and body language to mirror a bit of her emotion is the key to helping her calm back down. And I just thought this was so interesting, not only in how I'm dealing with my son in this toddler phase and trying to speak to him effectively and help facilitate his, his brain development and how he starts to form relationships with others. As I was reading this, I thought, this really applies to a lot of the patients that we see that are in that toddler age range too. Um, and interestingly, Dr. Karp uh, speaks to this in the intro of the book where he said that he took a lot of the psychology that he was researching and learning to to form this book and put it into his own practice when he was seeing his own patients. And he found by really talking more to that right brain of his toddler patients, he had much more effective exams. So I wanted to share this with our listeners because this book is a wonderful resource for anyone who has children, especially in that toddler age range, but also to those listening that work with the pediatric population. You know, when working in pediatrics, that toddler age can be very tricky to examine. It's that age where they're very aware of what's going on in the exam room. Most of their encounters with doctor visits involves getting immunizations and shots, which are not fun. So they often are coming into the exam room already very fearful. Um, and we have to really take that time to kind of win them over and gain their respect and trust to then be able to effectively and efficiently examine them. So this book really has a lot of great tools in terms of how to speak to toddlers and gain that respect and trust. Um, and I, I think this book is a great resource for anyone out there who works in pediatrics too. I know that in our office, we had a, a little boy. He was probably one of our youngest vision therapy patients to date. He was a young two. 
um, and he, he was coming in because he had an intermittent eye turn, and mom and dad really wanted to try some vision therapy with him. Um, and he was one of those kids who was very, very fearful of the doctor's office, uh, making my initial evaluation very difficult um, because he came in already operating at a 10 and very upset and wanting to leave. Um, so I gleaned, you know, as much information as I could. And I spoke to mom and dad and I said, you know, we can try some in-office vision therapy. Um, a lot of it is going to look you know, very simple um, and like things that you can do with him at home too. A lot of what we've done with him in vision therapy is bubble play, ball play, playing with flashlights and moving targets. Um, but I said, you know, when I'm setting my goals for him in vision therapy, really my primary goal is to have him come here and have a fun, positive experience, learn that we're not going to do anything harmful or hurtful to him here. It's really just a place to have fun and learn and to try to gain that trust with him so that in the future, as he comes in for his sessions or for repeat follow-up examinations, he feels more comfortable with us and trusts us and we can start to glean more information from him. So that was really my primary goal, not really trying to do too much with addressing the eye turn per se, but really trying to form that relationship with him. Um, and interestingly, as he progressed through therapy, and we've done one reevaluation at this point, we were able to get much more accurate and more testing done with him in that reevaluation because he trusted us. Um, and I think that's really, really beautiful to see. And I think keep that in mind with your young patients. Maybe that first visit, you don't glean a lot of information, but keep the, keep the experience positive and fun and gain their trust. And you'll be able to glean more information when they come back for those follow-up exams. So I highly recommend The Happiest Toddler on the Block. And if you're looking for any other parenting books, I also highly recommend The Whole Brain Child, which Dr. Zinlicki highlighted in a past episode. So make sure you go back and check that out. And we will talk to you listeners next week. Thanks for listening. Follow us at Twin Forks Optometry on Facebook and Instagram. Join our private Facebook group, Vision is More Than 2020. Subscribe, download, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Tune in next week to learn more about your vision.